they say, how are you going to do this? You know, what, how is this even possible? And I tell them, I don't, I don't know. That's Adam Kimball. On February 15th, he'll take off from Huntington Beach to try to break a record that hasn't been broken in 35 years. And and who knows, maybe a weekend, I'll say, wow, this was this was just too much. But at this point, with the crew that we have, the support that we have, I feel like we've got a, a good shot at it. You're listening to the podcast that explores the minds of those who explore. I'm your host, Ben Shank. This is Mountain Meister. More from Adam Kimball's interview coming up in a bit. But first, if you're looking for a challenge of your own, sign up for a Summit for Someone climb to benefit big city mountaineers. I'm going to Mount Hood this June, and there are still a few spots left on our trip if you'd like to join, or you could sign up for a different mountain and just listen to Mountain Meister the whole time. Basically the same thing. Either way, if you use the code MEISTER100 at checkout when you sign up for your climb, you'll get $100 off. Also, the next person that uses this code will win an Osprey Kestrel 48-liter pack. It's sweet. More details on our website, mtnmeister.com, or just shoot me an email, ben at mtnmeister.com, if you'd like to do it. And now, here's our interview with Adam Kimball. In 2009, ran his first 5K. In 2011, he ran his first half. In 2012, his first marathon. In 2014, his first ultra marathon. And now, in 2016, Adam Kimball is attempting to become the fastest person to run across the United States. The time to beat is 46 days, 8 hours, 36 minutes. And to do it, he'll have to average 68 miles a day. Adam Kimball, welcome to Mountain Meister. Thanks so much, Ben. I'm happy to be here. What makes you want to attempt this, Adam? You know, I... I'm, I've kind of been a person that, you know, since, I, since I've been a little kid, and my parents can attest to this, I've always uh, kind of pushed myself to, to see how far I can go in, in different aspects of life. And uh, once I became an ultra runner, I really continuously, after each race, you know, I wanted to see what else I could do. And so, uh, you know, it started with a half marathon in 2011, as you mentioned, um, kept building from there. Once I got into ultras, then... Then it became, okay, well, if, if my body's capable of doing this and I feel good, you know, what else can I do and, and what else can I, can I achieve um, with this body that I have? So uh, that's really, that's really the, the motivation is just to continue pushing and, and testing the limits and seeing what I'm capable of. Do you, do you have a good body for running? You know, I think I do. I actually, I was a, I was a collegiate baseball player um, and I was a catcher actually. So when I was, when I was playing uh baseball my knees were were a little bit shot so actually running running helped to uh huh. to alle- to alleviate some of the issues that i had from playing baseball but i have a i have a lankier body i'm tall i'm six three and uh, about 100 between 180 185 pounds so i've got the the leaner the leaner build um you know for the elite marathoners and things like that i, I i'm i fit in the too large category i think mm-hmm. um because a lot of them are you know are much smaller but um, for, for ultra running, I, you know, my body, my body seems to be, seems to fit, uh, the bill pretty well. Mm-hmm. So you've run the whole gamut, uh, starting at 5k and now you're up to the running across the USA. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you like about long distance running? I, I really enjoy 
the time outside. You know, I, I when I first started running shorter distances, I was always I always had headphones plugged in. I was using that as motivation to to get me psyched up for for whatever I whatever race I had to run that day. And now that I you know have run a lot more of these 50 100 mile races, I um, I really enjoy just being outside in nature, taking in uh, the surroundings, kind of being alone with my thoughts, and uh, and it just gives me an opportunity to to really uh, kind of review and refuel and 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 assess the different things going on in my life. So it's a it's really a therapeutic thing, and I just love I love being in nature doing that. Very good. All right, so let's talk about this race. Uh, it's it's an official race across America. What are the restrictions for it to be classified as that? So under the Guinness World Record rules, the actual route that they define within the rules is um, from Los Angeles to New York. And uh, that, that total distance comes out to somewhere near 2,800 miles. Um, so we initially, uh, once we, once we decided that this was going to happen, I, I looked at the time frame that we were working with. So we actually, we were restricted in terms of, uh, some engagements that we had uh, taking place in April. So we knew we had to do it before April. And, uh, I figured if we were going to be starting in February, I'm from Chicago. So I know what Chicago winters can be like, especially as, as sometimes into April, but definitely during March. And I didn't really want to mess with that. So really our, our sole motivation for, for keeping the route south and, and staying in the, the real southern part of the U.S. Uh, was just to hope for the best weather and, uh, and get some cool temperatures along the way. Let me just explain this to our audience really quickly. The, the shortest distance uh, to qualify under this race across America is somewhere right around 2,800 miles, like you said. Mm-hmm. Adam has decided to add 300 miles to that distance in order to avoid the winter. Are you <laughs> are you sure that's a good idea? You know, uh, I guess time will tell. <laughs> um, I I do another thing that that is good about this is going at when you're going after a record. It's always um, it's always nice to try to to make it a, as close to what the previous record was. So hmm. um, Frank Giannino Jr., who holds the the current record, he ran 3,100 miles from San Francisco to New York. And even though we're taking a different route, the mileage is going to be uh, pretty similar. So uh, we couldn't take his exact route again because of the weather. Uh, but we wanted to, to get as close to his mileage, even though the rules state that you can take, you know, about 300 miles less. Uh, that fellow there, Frank Janino, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Uh, he set the record 35 years ago, and it hasn't been broken since in, in, a, uh, in running where everything's been broken Every single year, it seems like there's a lot of advancement. Why hasn't this record been broken in 35 years? Well, you know, a couple thoughts come to mind. I think, first of all, it's uh, a really difficult <laughs> uh, record to break, regardless of, of who you are and what you're capable of. Um, and then I think, honestly, I think it's it's a significant amount of time. You know, it's uh, if we break this thing, it's going to be about a month and a half and uh, not everybody is able to spare a month and a half to do this all the time. So um, between those two things, I think the you know it's the, you know the marathon record is is being broken all the time, and uh, that's something that everybody's running a couple of those every single year. So you know as as athletes improve and get faster, chances are that's going to get broken. This is something you really have to commit a lot of time to, and even if you do, there's so many variables that could 
that could throw you off course and throw you off track. So it's uh, it's definitely going to be uh, a monstrous challenge, but we're looking forward to it. How many people have tried? Do you know? Uh, that's a good question. I try, I did my best to try to find as much information on that as I could. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that somewhere between like 200 and, 250 and 300 people have actually crossed the U.S. successfully on foot. Some of those are, have walked, others have run, and it's, it's hard to find how many people exactly have tried to break the record. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that there's usually, um, in a given year, there's usually a couple of people at least that try. Um, and within the last five years or so, there's been a couple people, Marshall Ulrich um, and uh, another gentleman uh, named Perry Newburn from New Zealand. Both of them completed the run. Uh, Marshall, I think, did it in 50... 52 days maybe and uh and perry did it in 51 um so there's been a few people that have that have come you know within five six seven days of the record but it's really it's hard to find uh exact statistics on on how many people have attempted Mm -hmm. if you had to assign a probability to the likelihood of you breaking this record what would that probability be just because i'm an optimist uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say 60 (laughs) percent what 60 percent that's that's very optimistic (laughs) you know i like it's it's crazy but i again i I just feel like and and who knows maybe a weekend i'll say wow this was this was just too much but at this point with the crew that we have the support that we have i feel like we've got a a good shot at it yeah well so uh, i i feel bad adam like as much as i like talking to you you tell me that two people have attempted each year around that and it hasn't been broken for 35 years so i would put your chances at one out of 70 so maybe like a percent and a half yeah you know um maybe i'm just ignoring the math but (laughs) What, what do you think that you have that all those other people didn't uh the the team and support that's what i would say right now i think uh we've got five crew members that are going to be with us I'm guessing that most people that attempt this don't have that many people. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of support that we've received just from people sending their prayers, their well wishes, their uh, donations to, to help us, uh, you know, get some funding to, to carry us across the states. All the, I, 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 there's just so many people that are on our side that um, I think that is an X factor for sure. Talk about uh, the roles of your teammates. So we've got. Uh, my wife and then four other friends that are going to be joining us. Uh, my wife is my self-proclaimed wifeager. Uh, she's <laughs> she's uh, she handles. She actually designed uh, the course and she's broken that out mm. step by step. Um, and then I mean she's she's the glue. She's done. Uh, I can't even name the number of things that she's done on on this to to get everything together. But she's been organizing from the beginning and and then after we added uh, our other friends, um, Adam, Lindsay, Josh, and Clayton. The four of them have been have been doing some some awesome stuff. Um, Lindsay's been doing a lot of uh, PR, and she's going to be doing a lot of social media, keeping in touch with people on the road. Um, Adam has kind of been like the guy who uh, he's always on different random tasks, you know, reaching out to to companies, trying to start partnerships. He got us in touch with a, a company based in Colorado called GoSiety, where you can set up uh, events and meet up with people. So we're trying to get events in each of the states that I'm going through so that, so that people can come out and, and run with us or, or cheer us on or whatever. Um, my friend Josh is the, is the nutritional expert. He's a, he's a former 
USA triathlon coach. Um, he's done an Ironman and, and several triathlons and ultras. Um, so he is, he's going to be monitoring my nutrition, uh, from day one. And Clayton is kind of, uh, he's like the, um, the guy that does it all, you know, so he fills in the gaps with whatever needs to be done and, and reaching out to different people and, and getting things done. So we've got an awesome, awesome mix and an awesome crew to, uh, to make this happen. But I'm sure not everybody is nice. Have, have you heard, uh, some not so nice comments? Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know, it's been overwhelmingly positive from everybody that, that has responded to things, but we've had some some good press. Um, there was a Runner's World article written, an Outside Magazine article written, and um, when those when those came out, there's a lot lots of people uh, wishing us the best and, and saying that they want to try to come join us if they can. And then there's other people that you know they make comments like uh, there was one there's one that I remember where some guy said something like don't you have something better to do with your time than, than attempting something like this? Why don't you actually try to help somebody do something, you know? Um, but, uh, but I feel like, uh, my response to that would be, I think we can do some really, really positive things and inspire people to, to do great things in their lives through an activity like this. So, um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's, there's occasional, uh, negative feedback and, and naysayers, but you know, you just, you, you take it as it comes and, uh, and focus on the task. More from our interview with Adam Kimball coming up in a bit. You're listening to Mountain Meister. Don't forget that you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mountain Meister spelled out. This week, I'm going to Polar Tech Big Air. It's an event in Fenway Park. They have built an enormous ski jump, 140 feet high. It goes above the lights. If you'd like to see what this thing looks like, follow us on Instagram. It's Polar Tech Big Air at Fenway Park. Fenway Park, the greatest thing at Fenway Park since Pedro threw that seven-inning shutout in the 2004 World Series. And now, back to the show. What's what's the most common response or question when you tell people that you're doing this, especially the people that don't already know, when you tell somebody this for the first time? Yeah. I mean, other than asking me if I'm crazy, uh, most people just, they, they're like, they, how, they say, how are you going to do this? You know, what, how is this even possible? And I tell them, I I don't know. I feel, I feel like we can do it and we're going to get out there and see. Um, but the body can do amazing things and it remains to be seen whether or not mine is going to hold up for the duration of this. But, uh, crazier things have happened and and you know i think if we can get into uh into a routine and and uh kind of get our get our the whole crew operating almost on a on a clock like level i think we can uh put ourselves in a good position to to succeed Uh uh-huh you you said there crazier things have happened did you just say that meaninglessly or have crazier things actually ever happened than what you're about to do (laughs) I, I mean, in, in my opinion, uh, James Lawrence, Iron Cowboys, 50-50-50 was about as crazy as it gets. Uh-huh. Um, 50 Ironmans in 50 days in all 50 states. It's, uh, I mean, the amount of travel that that entails, uh, it, the average, his average Ironman, I think, was like 13 hours or something. So um, just thinking about, I mean, it's going to be, com- it's going to be somewhat comparable, but I just have to focus on running. He's focusing on, you know, swimming, biking and running. And, um, you know, it's, I actually, I spoke with him several times kind of to, 
get his opinion on things and, and get his advice. And um, he, his biggest thing was, you know, focus on the focus on the nutrition and fight through the early stages because the earliest the earliest part of it is always the worst. And if you can get to a point where um, you get into a routine and it's really just kind of uh, adapting and reacting instead of thinking about what you're doing, then you'll put yourself in a position to to possibly uh, make it happen. Yeah. You said there also that the human body is an amazing thing. Just like just thinking about you and the Iron Cowboy and then the same species of Homo sapien <laughs> is 600 pounds and can't move. It's amazing, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, like I said, it's since I since I've been a, a little kid, I've I've always uh, wanted to push the boundaries and, you know, and this might be one of those cases where I push the boundaries and I fail. And if that's the case, I'm comfortable with that. And, you know, I gave it a shot and hopefully I inspire some people to give something in their life a shot that they might not have otherwise thought to do. Yeah. And then on this talk of homo sapiens, you have <laughs> Joey Chestnut who can eat 60 some hot dogs in in five minutes or whatever the time is and then you have people who who starve themselves but still survive yeah it's amazing that, yeah that's what i'm saying man it's it's uh people are constantly finding out what different things you know human bodies can handle and uh and putting themselves into adverse conditions and you know and, and achieving incredible things it's it's just amazing you know there was a there was a uh just within the last few months or so, I believe, or maybe it was in the fall of last year, there was a, an ex Navy seal who, uh, swam the length of the Mississippi, you know? Mm. Um, again, that's a physical, that's a, phys that's a physical feat as opposed to, uh, as opposed to eating, well, I guess eating hot dogs is a physical feat yeah, too, but, totally. uh, but still, <laughs> I mean, the, both of those are impressive in their own right. Right. Exactly. I have a roommate, his name's Max. Uh, and I often ask him if he has any questions, uh, before I interview somebody like yourself. Um, so I asked roommate Max and he was looking at your route yep. and he saw that you're going through some states with pretty good eating. Um, particularly the Southern states are going to have a variety of barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> are you afraid that a particularly aromatic smoked brisket or pulled pork will distract you from your ultimate goal? You know, that's a, that's a legitimate cause for concern, but <laughs> I, uh, I guess the good thing is that, uh, for me at least, is that over the last, I guess it's been six or seven months now, um, I haven't been eating meat, so that <laughs> that will that will hopefully help me avoid the temptation of a, a brisket. Um, but uh, that was you know, not the answer that I was expecting to that question. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I actually it's funny though. Now that I bring that up. If if there's a, a certain point when my body is really craving meat and uh, and I think I need it to continue on, that's something that I'll have to I'll have to do. I, I, I you know I didn't give it up for anything other than uh, kind of just like to to see how my how my health played into that and mm -hmm. and toy around with it from an ultra running standpoint because there's some there's some really top level ultra runners that are are vegans and vegetarians and um, I figured you know there's got to be something to it if there's all these guys doing this so I tried it for myself but uh that doesn't mean i'm not willing to to adapt if if i get out there and my body is telling me you need to eat this these ribs right now right this second <laughs> I, I i have to admit i added some color to max's question I think, <laughs> I think what he meant and that's what you're alluding to there is like how do you balance this 
like a live in the moment attitude versus a more visionary long term plan attitude. Yeah, and that's I, I mentioned er- earlier that my uh, my friend Josh is going to be focusing on the nutrition, and I'm going to do my best, and he's going to do his best to make sure I'm getting not only a lot of calories but good calories too. You know, um, there's a reason that uh, that you don't typically eat fast food and things when you're when you're running in races because you know the body the body doesn't it slows the body down and, and you know operate um, at as high of a level so we're going to make sure that that I'm eating as much good as much clean food I guess as possible and um, and constantly eating throughout the day to, to support the amount of fuel and energy I'm going to need this is going to be a pretty emotional project um, your wife is part of the team are you, like have you made any arrangements with her um, to avoid fights because I, 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 I you're going to be torn apart emotionally yeah um, that's actually that's something that we we've uh, addressed already we're kind of the the gen- the general uh, approach that that we have decided to use is that um, we're gonna do our best to when people need their own space to give them their own space so we're gonna have either uh, code words or, or things that, you know, if when everyone's working together, if, if all of a sudden somebody just needs to get away, hmm. they're going to let, let the team know that and then go spend their time away. And, and for me, that will just mean, you know, running alone by myself for a while. Right, you have it easy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, right. Uh, whereas somebody else might have to, you know, hop on a bike and, and go for a ride off the, off the trail uh, while the rest of the team is going down the road. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's a legitimate thing to ask. And um, it's, one thing that we've really talked about, especially over the last couple of weeks, is the fact that this is this. I mean, in a sense, this is a uh, the physical aspect is mostly on me, right? But the emotional aspect uh, is on everybody, and our whole crew is making tremendous sacrifices to to come along for this. And so it's going to be. It's not only important to focus on how I'm feeling emotionally, but everybody, because uh, it's going to drain us all. You know, the entire time we're out there. We like to get a gear recommendation from everybody that comes onto the show. I would imagine that you're the only person that's going to be attempting to run across the U.S. out of everybody listening to this. But <laughs> that doesn't mean that we can't use the same gear as you. Give us a, right. a piece of gear that we have to have. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Of, actually, one of my partners on, on this run is Fleet Feet Sports, um, and they have some really, really awesome uh, running gear. Um, I, I'm going to be wearing their, their shorts there. A lot of their, uh, a lot of their products are Nike branded. Um, so I'm going to be wearing their shorts, their pullovers, singlets, uh, things like that. The, the majority of the time, uh, that I'm out there. And, uh, so, so that's going to be really important. Um, Garmin, I got, I got the 920, the Garmin 920 XT. It's the newest, uh, forerunner watch that they have. That's going to, I mean, the, the battery life on this thing is incredible. And, uh, I've got two of them because I'm going to flip them out every single day and, and, uh, make sure that, that I'm constantly recording the, the GPS files so I can send those into Guinness. Can should you, we, uh, should we break the record? Can you sync those GPS files since you're using two different watches? Um, yeah. So, uh, we're going to, um, you know, I actually, I don't know if, if the two watches sync together, um, but we're going to be, we're going to be syncing it to, um, iPhones and then uploading it to Garmin connect, which is an app and then Strava, which is uh-huh. another running app. And so all of my, all of the information from every single day is going to get uploaded online so that people can follow along, see the, 
the miles that we're running and, and uh, we can have that all recorded. Great. And does this watch count your steps? It does. Yeah. Well, uh, it sounds like you're already going to break a world, a world record then. You have <laughs> steps in a day, steps in a week, yeah. steps in a month. You got yeah. it. Yeah. So actually, that's a good point. Now, you know, as a contingency plan, I should look up uh, additional <laughs> records that I could that I could possibly break and uh, and do it that way. I actually, think, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it, I, I got to mention this. A friend of mine just recently posted on my wall on Facebook, and I thought this was so funny. He posted a uh, an article, and it was a link to somebody who had broken the Guinness World Record for the most high fives in one day. We and uh, had that person on the show. Really? <laughs> well, one of he he broke it at one point, Roy Tuscany. But I think oh, a, I think a guy beat him. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So so he posts this on my wall, and he says. Uh, I think you might have chosen the wrong record to break. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really funny because apparently the guy who did break the High Five record, I think he stole it from Roy Tuscany, who's the founder of High Fives Foundation. So oh, for some nice. PR, they set up like this whole thing. They wanted to get all these High Fives. And it, it's actually a lot harder than it, it sounds, not to um, not to minimize your race across America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think this guy organized a bunch of people and had everybody line up in a stadium or something. Wow, that's that's really cool. <laughs> anyway, your gear recommendations will be yep. on your Meister profile page, Adam, mtnmeister.com. Um, you mentioned there that people can run with you. Um, how, how can we do that? And we'll, we'll have that link on your page too. Great. We're going to have a, a link on, um, my website, just adamkimble.com and the link will, will go to GoSiety, which is this, uh, organization that I talked about and, uh, you'll go on to GoSiety. It takes like five seconds to create a quick account and then you can join the different events that we've created across the U S. So if you live in, uh, Mississippi, uh, you can join, an event when we're going to be running through Mississippi. It's got the, the expected dates that will be there and uh, and our our route. And then you can come out and either cheer us on, run along for a little bit, you know, whatever it is. Any any little bit will help. Mm-hmm. Now I live in Boston and run the podcast out of Boston. Would you be willing to kind of change your your route to to go through Boston? Yeah, you, you know, if I <laughs> Ben, if I if I get out to that area and I've built a big enough. Uh, a big enough cushion on the record, then I'll come see you in Boston. <laughs> right. Or you could just keep running to Boston after you yeah. reach New York. That's also an option. Right. <laughs> We're close to the, actually, we finish, we finish in April and like two weeks later is the Boston Marathon. So. Oh, are you running? Uh, I'm not. I ran it last year, but not this year. Okay. I, figure, I figured that, uh, you know, I'd have to crawl if I ran this year. <laughs> right. I, it's funny because I was actually serious about asking that question if you were running. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have one final question for you, and that is, who would you like to hear next on Mountain Meister? I would like to hear a gentleman named Jason Romero next on Mountain Meister. Um, Jason is a blind ultra runner who is attempting the same thing that I'm attempting, oh but just he, he's going to run across the United States, but he's, he's starting March 25th. Um, and uh, we've, we've been in contact via email, and I... Thinking about what I'm attempting to do, and he's going to do it, and the man is blind, is just w- what I said before about human capability, you know, just blows me away. Just when you think you've heard it all. <laughs> yeah, Something right. Else comes along and and, and if, I, if I remember correctly, I think Jason is going to be uh, with his mother, and I think that's his crew, him and his mother, if I, if I remember correctly. Wow. So... 
keep an ear out for Jason on a future episode of Mountain Meister. You can follow Adam at the Bearded Soul. Soul spelled S-O-L-E. We'll have the link to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on his Meister profile page or go to adamkimball.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, it's been great, Ben. Thanks for all the fun questions. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Links to everything that we talked about at mtnmeister.com. Don't forget that the next person to sign up for a Summit for Someone climb and use the code MEISTER100 will win an Osprey Kestrel 48-liter pack and also $100 off. If you'd like, you can join me on Mount Hood in June. You might even make your way onto an episode of Mountain Meister. Full details on our website or feel free to shoot me an email, ben at mtnmeister.com. As usual, I hope you enjoy doing the rest of whatever else you do while you listen to the podcast that explores the minds of those who explore. Till next time, I'm your host, Ben Shank. You've been listening to Mountain Meister. Mountain Meister.